You're listening to In The Moment with Liv and Bix. Hey, it's Liv. And Bix. And you are listening to In The Moment with Liv and Bix, a podcast for unsuccessful actors. By unsuccessful actors. Welcome back, everybody. It's Welcome. It hasn't been long for us. It's been longer for you guys, but we're actually recording this episode like right after recording last week's episode because your girl's going to Portugal. Get and it. And by your girl, I don't mean me. <laughs> I am live. I am going to I'm going to Portugal. Literally, I'm leaving and I'm leaving at like around six o'clock. So like Oh shit. Yeah, because I have my flights at ten, but I like to get to the airport at least two hours before I'm relieving around right. rush hour. So that's why. Anyway. Oh my God. So I'm literally leaving in a few hours. Oh my God. That's so exciting. I know. I'm very excited. Going ah! to celebrate her 30th birthday. Get it. Get it. Let me know if you thought I was almost 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just exposed you. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I mean, we it's can okay. Cut that. I'm pretty sure you can. I'm pretty sure on IMDb, doesn't it? Yeah. You could probably like Google it. I don't know. But I, I think everyone's age is Googleable now. You could Google any actress. No, seriously. You could like, I think you could look up, not you think. Yeah, like anybody's age. I was going to say, part. just like Google anyone and it's going to tell you how old they are. That's how we know 35 year olds play 20 year olds. Right. That's the only I reason think we're why we good, know this. though, until the point, unless you have this actually, because you mm-hmm. have more credits than me. You know, like when you Google somebody on mm-hmm. Google and okay. it comes up as, Like their name and then their title, their age. Like they have like a public facing figure. Yeah. I know I don't have that. So I don't know. Maybe you do. So maybe it does say your age. Girl, I would be shocked if My boyfriend Ben does. Oh my God, really? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm actually You'll search him and it comes up and says his title for like what he is, is American Poet. Oh, you know, I'll ask you after his last name. I don't want to. Oh, yeah. I'll send it to you. Okay. Yeah. I'd want to ask like something. Yeah. No, his I don't- social security number and <laughs> is the name of his first pet. Anyway, welcome to <laughs> anyway. the podcast, everybody. Um, how's it going? What's new? What's up in your life? Are you booking out these days? Are you planning to like keep it open for your agent to film while you're away? I love that What's you asked that because- yeah, I just like that you asked that. I feel like this leads to kind of the conversation of creating boundaries, which is not the topic of today's episode. It's actually to create. Ooh, it should be. Yeah, but I think but that's what I'm I'm doing. So usually when I go away, I'll make myself available for self-tapes and I'm not completely on vacation. This is like the first time in a really long time that I am not available to anyone and I made that choice. So I was like, I need a freaking vacation because Mm -hmm. just quick story. Last summer, I went to Italy and I feel like it sounds so like pretentious. Like I went to Italy and I was bothered by an audition in Italy (laughs) and now I'm going to Portugal. (laughs) Like This just doesn't probably have a good taste, but I'm here. So I'm going to continue. Yeah. While I was in Italy, I got an audition and I think it was for a commercial and I felt very like... I was like, oh my God, like I have to get back to the hotel. I have to take this. Meanwhile, I'm at a on a beach. I think I was in Pasatino. And I'm like, 
I should have been enjoying the beach, but I'm mm-hmm. laying there and I'm thinking like, oh God, I gotta, okay, it's three o'clock. I got to get back at four. Okay. Okay. So that's going to take, and I'm like stressing like to get this in by the deadline. And it takes away from just being in the moment of things. Yeah. And so while in Portugal, I told my agent and manager, I was like, hey, I was like, I'm not available for self-tapes. I'm not available to work. I can't do anything during these dates. I was like, but I did say this. I was like, but I will make an exception if you think it is something I can I absolutely cannot pass it up. If right. it's a huge that opportunity. I was like, if it's something you're like, Olivia, you need to audition for this role. You need to be seen for this. I said, I will take an audition like that. But anything other than that, I will not take. And they respected it, which I really appreciated. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Both, both my agent and manager were like, understand. They're like, if it's something, though, that we think you should take, we will forward it. But other than that, they're respecting like, you know, that boundary that I set for myself. I'm a little sad about, but I had a role in this musical and it was going to be shown in the city and it was like an equity showcase code production and I had the role, but it mm. the rehearsal started during – well, I was in Portugal the last two oh. days and I was asked if I can come back early from Portugal and I was like, I can't. And then I was asked if I could rehearse like during – like while I was in Portugal, like the last two days, if I could join on Zoom. But I just feel like then it would go against everything that like I was trying to do, which was create boundaries and let people know like, no, like I'm so sorry. These are the only – and so I did that and therefore they cast somebody else and then they said I can be an understudy for the role. which is great. Yeah, which I'm super grateful for. And there's other details, but I'm not going to bore everybody with that. But it's just moments that I, yeah, I just think it's important to, as an actor, I know we want to be available all the time. We want to be available for for auditions, jobs. We're scared. What if this is like our big break? Or what if we miss this opportunity and something else could have mm-hmm. came out of it? But then you need to prioritize like your mental health. And I think if you're making yourself available all the time, 24-7, like that's how you get burnt out. and yeah, so I'm taking this opportunity while I'm away and I made myself unavailable for my day job. I'm at all. I'm not answering emails. I'm not answering texts about it. Like I said to my job, I am out. I'm gone. Like that is it. I said to my agents, I'm sorry, not here. So Olivia I, is out of office. Yeah, I want to be out, out of office. Like I just want to be totally in the moment and just soak up everything. I love that for you. I'm so glad that you did that. I'm sure it was like, a lot of different choices that you could yes. make and, mm-hmm. you know, you're going back and forth. Because, yeah, not only I feel like do you get nervous about the audition itself and, like, that role, like, oh, am I going to really pass this mm-hmm. up? But, like, I feel like a lot of the times, even me, like, when it comes to, like, self-submitting, if I can't make an audition, I'm like, oh, my God, am I going to, like, ruin this relationship with, like, this casting director? Like, or when it was so for like your agent and manager, I'm sure you had that thought too of like, oh my God, are they going to be pissed at me? Is this going to make them think X, Y, and Z? So I'm glad that you still put yourself first and that it all ended up working out in your favor and your agent and your manager showed you support. And yeah, I think that really shows supportive. that you have a good team. Yeah, they were super supportive. Um, and yeah, that's all you could really ask for. And mm-hmm. I think that's a good way to determine like your reps too. And because at the end of the day, I do get it. It is a business, but I also want to make sure I like 
Yeah, just like that, like you and you want to make sure the people in your corner are on the same page as you. Yeah, 100%. Like you couldn't, yeah, I couldn't see being in this kind of industry, like the way that your agents and managers are so, it's so much more of a personal relationship than I feel like other types of work dynamics. So yeah, I think it's a hundred percent so important to like be able to mesh and connect on like a, an emotional and personable level. Yep. No, I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. But we wanted to talk about this is great. We're talking about relationships, like the relationship to agents and managers, but we really wanted to talk today about fostering relationships, how to, yeah, like keep those bridges going, like not burning bridges that mm-hmm. shouldn't be burnt. Some burn them, baby, but some <laughs> you want to keep them. Some bridges um, need to be burnt. Right. And I will have a little story for you as we get a little, Ooh. a brief one. Won't go into too much detail. But um, yeah, I mean, when you first start, do you find that it's easier for you? Because now you've been kind of in the business for for a while now, you know, the profession, like professionally mm-hmm. in it for a while now. Uh, do you find it easy to foster those relationships? Is that a personal challenge of yours? Like, how do you approach like fostering relationships? And have you always done it? Or is this something that you've just recently started doing? Well, yeah, I, it's definitely something that I prioritize a lot more Mm -hmm. now and kind of not that it's easier for me now, but I do feel like I have a lot more knowledge and a Mm -hmm. lot more understanding of the industry. And also just like on a personal level, like I've grown a lot more confidence and within myself and like within social settings that have led me to be able to do this more so now, but definitely not in the beginning. And it was like partially the low Mm self-esteem, not feeling like I knew anything or I was smart enough to like Mm -hmm. have these conversations to even open doors to talk to other people. But also a lot of it was I'm a secret theater kid, you know, we both are. Like, yeah. I love musical. If you, my Spotify rap is always musicals and like Lady Gaga and like Here that's for it. it. Sounds like a solid playlist, <laughs> but yeah. So, like, I don't want to offend any like theater people or obviously any actors, but like, I never really jived too much with actors, like thespians or people who are like a little too much. So, as much as I was in that world, I kind of, when I wasn't, I detached. So like I would go to my acting class and do my class and then I would leave. I would go to my shows, I would do my shows, I would leave. And I would have friends that were adjacent to like the creative world, which was helpful. But I do think it deterred a lot of my trajectory moving forward because Mm -hmm. I didn't understand the importance of fostering those relationships back then. Honestly, like now I feel like social media is has been really helpful for that because as somebody with social anxiety and like social interaction issues, like I can create relationships with people like on the internet 
and Mm -hmm. foster friendships with, you know, other actors, other creators, filmmakers, casting directors, all through text, DM, comments. And so I think that's also been extremely helpful. Yeah, I definitely relate to I didn't understand. I feel like but it has to do a lot with age, like experience, but also age. Well, experience comes with age. Anyway, here I am talking in circles, but I feel like I used to not understand the importance as well. I used to be like, oh, like, I don't know, it like being invited to a show or like a get together or a hangout. And you'd be like, but it's just like a hangout. But now that I'm older and wiser, I would hope, now when I'm invited to a premiere or when I'm invited to a party or even just to hang out. If I know there's going to also be other creatives there, I'm in, or at least I try to be because I'm like, what better way to surround myself with other people that also are in the same field as me? But because of that, I've also, I formed beautiful relationships, but I've also got a lot of opportunities because of that. And I feel like, so the next two weeks, we planned on coming out with an episode about like etiquette, like proper etiquette when you're on set. And this, and that is so important. And that's going to connect really well with this episode when we oh, yeah. get there. But the etiquette that you have on set is what booked me jobs in the future. I am not joking. I've, I was in so many like print ads and I was in so many like uh, commercial ads, the ones that you find online. And through those little, those little gigs or whatnot, I booked all like a lot of them through relationships. Like, oh, I want to work with her again. Oh, you know, I have a, a, you know, and then through them, oh, a client, you know, oh, you'd be great working with this person. Oh, you know, it just word of mouth is really a big thing in this industry too. So you want to like try to stay on everyone's good side, but obviously not everything is black and white. So you don't right. have to compromise your morals to stay on someone's good side. But there is limits to that when I say that. Yeah, of course. I feel like that's such a huge like proponent of fostering these relationships because that's really how this all happens. Similarly, like this kind of happened by accident for me, but I auditioned for a short film back when I lived in New York and it was for some NYU film project and I booked it and I did the whole film. I was like the lead in the film and I worked on it. It was just like me and this one other guy. It's, it was a lot of fun. It was crazy. But um, from working on that, there was a girl who like, she didn't even work on the crew. She just like happened to stop by one day to like say hi because she was like also in their class. And from that, I booked a second short film I was also the lead in that from that girl. And it was like, I wasn't even out here trying to build and like link or whatever. I was just like on set doing my job. And she was like, you were like so professional. You're so talented. I'd love for you to like, and I also like went into their classes in NYU to like perform scenes for their like directing classes. And I was, I got like feedback from NYU, like Tish professors for free because like I just got to go in and perform for them and Snaps it was so you, great girl. yeah it was like really like such a great experience and like it wouldn't have happened if I didn't do the things that I did I guess just like 
what you're saying, like etiquette, knowing what you're doing. You never know who's watching. You never know who's watching. You never know who's watching. That's why it's so important. Yeah, like really to not burn those bridges. I feel like And if you listened to our episode with Stephanie and Kalani, if you haven't, please watch it. But I don't want to put Bix through this again, but I'll just keep this one short. Put me through it. I just feel bad because we we said this story already. But yeah, I don't – and for any of the listeners, I also don't want to like bore you guys. So I'll just say if you remember that episode, Stephanie and Kalani met me like – what is it? five Over five years ago. And I'm going to make a long story short, but we did a commercial together. And just from that one commercial, I've done two feature films with them already. And Yeah, incredible. So that's just – and that's purely based on my – I was making sure I, was, I carried myself professionally, but then I also put my best foot forward when I was performing. And then I kept that relationship. Like they reached back out to me, but since like the first reach out – I remember I just – we kept that relationship going. And it's just treating it's – some, it's sometimes just as simple as, excuse me, being kind. Like really like people love to work with yeah. like nice people, talented but also nice people that will get you far. Yeah, and I who think- like make your day go by without feeling like it's a horrible, shitty work day. Yeah. Like easy, easy, kind people. Like who doesn't want to work with an easy, kind person? Like – and part of that is, you know – being on time. And again, we'll get – that'll be a whole other episode of like etiquette and stuff like that. But it's just showing respect for other people's time and they will respect you. So, you know, give respect and you're going to get respect. And then from that, people remember good work and mm-hmm. people remember how you make them feel. And I always tell my candidates that. Like, So I'm also – like my day job is I'm a recruiter. And sometimes when I prep my candidates for an interview, I go, hey, look, if anything else fails, sometimes – an interviewer will not remember what you say to them. Like the whole interview go by and they'd be like, I can't remember, but I remember this candidate made me feel this way. And that really stuck with me. So I always tell my candidates that I'm like, look, at the end of the day, they might not remember everything you say, but they will definitely remember how you made them feel. So I hold that, like that's so true in interviews and just relationships. I may not remember like everything that happened over the years with a certain, even in a friendship, but I'll always remember how that person made me feel. And if it's not good, Bye bye. Like yeah, you're gonna gonna, that you're gonna hold on to that. You're gonna remember that feeling. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna inform decisions you make in the future, and so goes for somebody else. Um, and I feel like not only is it good to, you know, foster these relationships for. Of course, we all want the potential to work. We all want to like build, link and build, link and build. (laughs) LinkedIn. But it's also like a callback to our like mental health episode. Like it's Mm -hmm. good to surround yourself with people who are also creatives, who are also in the same space as you. And as a person who like for a lot of my life kind of removed myself from that, I was like, I don't really hang out with actors. Like I hang out with like, you know, like musicians or like filmmakers or like, Mm -hmm. you know, all these other types of things. But I feel like it really was a disadvantage to myself because it was like out of sight, out of mind. So like when I wasn't working, when I wasn't with actors on set, I didn't have that same like Hunger? kind of like what we're doing. Yeah. Like what we're doing with this podcast. Like yeah. we wanted to hold us ourselves accountable and like mm-hmm. keep ourselves like really driven 
And I feel like I would like lose that drive a lot. But now in my life that I do this podcast and I foster relationships with actors that I meet on set and actors that I've meet in class, I just am constantly in a normally healthy way. I mean, I'm still working on a little bit, but I'm like constantly Mm -hmm. in that mode of this is what I want to do. This is what I enjoy doing and like seeing other people around me doing it too and struggling and succeeding and just working hard and starting Mm -hmm. new projects and being creative. Like it helps me stay creative and it helps me like see something for myself. Right. Like, yeah, besides getting jobs, you're right. It it helps you in other ways grow as an actor to be around other actors. I also – and yeah, besides like – and but it's just – yes, just yes, yes. Like because I just – I also remember like working with other actors that I enjoyed working with and then I would have um, people ask me, hey, do you know anyone who can do this or do that? And if I really enjoyed working with this person, I will 100% – take their headshot and their resume and forward it over to. I've done that so many times I where I enjoyed working with an actor on set and I book a job, but they need another actor. And I'm like, oh, wait, I have someone. I loved working with them mm-hmm. last time. Let me send their information over. And then they also get the job. So it's just like, yeah. So fostering relationships is important with, you know, casting directors, yeah, yeah, sure, producers, know. but also Who, yeah, other actors. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I had the friend that I did the NYU film with. Mm-hmm. I did like three other projects with him because, I love like, that. he was like, "Hey, we're doing a commercial shoot, and they need a a girl. Like, do you want to come?" And then I went, and I got paid like a bunch of money to do this thing that, like, I didn't even have to submit for. I didn't have to do anything. He was just like, he vouched for me, and like, they were like, "Cool." Call her over, you know? Yeah. And same thing goes for, like, representation. Like, I've had friends, you know, refer me to their reps or I've heard stories of, like, people getting other people into their agents or managers. And that's also really great because when you cold email and reach out to reps, Mm -hmm. if you have a connection with somebody, that's, like, the best way to like pitch yourself to them. Yeah. It's like, hey, I know X, Y, and Z, blah, 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 blah. Or hey, I know your client. This, That's how they, I met my manager. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Through is it my, you know, my acting coach referred me to to my manager. Have a problem where instead like I'm not even addicted to TikTok anymore. I'm addicted to IMDB Pro. I'm just constantly on there. And I went to your IMDB Pro. <laughs> I feel like I actually this is about you. <laughs> it is because so your funny. manager is I know her from like way back when, when I used to do a lot of shows for TAP and she was like the number one that everybody was trying to get. She was like the freaking it girl. Everybody was like, you need to get her. So when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, hell yeah. She's a really good manager. She's so good. And she's also just a kind human being. And I think that's why- She was always so sweet. Yeah, that's why we get along so well. And I just recently met her in person and shout out. You could just see my literally my manager on my IMDb. So I'll just shout out to Prestige Management, aka Nicole. She's awesome. Ooh, she ooh. represents like I feel like she just represents really good people. Like, and mm-hmm. I don't mean good as an acting, just like good as in just like 
she's just overall good human being. So like, and I think she's really big on that too, which wanting to represent like, I don't know, just decent people. So I also feel like that's why we connect so well. Yeah. So yeah, and I feel like it's a testament to her character. I know this was yeah. like years ago. I'm talking like literally ten years ago. I'm talking about, but like the fact that she was such a like good manager with like great clients and still took the time to like be at every not every but like a lot of those showcases yeah. for new talent. Like that really goes to show like they're just like personability and just like yeah not she's super pretentiousness i think that's i a think good way i'm to put pretty it. sure she's very personable i'm pretty sure my friend i think she may still be her manager i'm not sure but i know she works with her back yeah. in the day and she always had good things to say yeah so i think yeah definitely like having people in your corner is a great way to foster those relationships and people that represent like a good representation of like who you are like Bix has said like a real testament to your character and you know what? There's going to be times in this industry, though, where you're going to have to burn bridges, which actually, I want to hear your story. Yeah. Oh. It's going to happen. <laughs> well, I it's really going to happen It's sometimes. been on my mind since you said it from the beginning. I and mean, I'm like, what better time than the present? <laughs> it's like, I'm going to be like, this is so annoying. I'm going to be like one of those YouTubers who like is like, and this is what ruins my life or like this crazy thing. And then they say like one sentence about it that's like super vague. Yeah, that's going to be me because it's like a very recent occurrence. And like I don't want to like publicly burn bridges or like really have any type of because I'm over it, whatever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like I don't have any beef. I'm not like holding resentment. It's just like you're you, I'm me. We're not going to work together ever again. And that's that. It was just like somebody in the industry that provided a service for me. And for it was like a six month, seven month experience of just like horrible communication, really just like unprofessional. Oh, okay. Not, I know, yeah. The best, just like presentation, like it just like wasn't good business, you know? Yeah, I think that's a good way to, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and it put me through a lot of stress, a lot of like back and forth, a lot put me out of a lot of money financially. And when being met very kindly with like, hey, like I'm trying to resolve this by doing this, this, and this, I was just met with like more animosity. Yeah. Like kind of like insanity and like mm-hmm. gaslighting and just like not like taking accountability. I just wanted this person to take accountability and I would have moved on and just like let it go. And I did move on and let it go, but not in a good place of like, hey, we've come to an understanding. Glad we talked about it. Let's go our separate ways. I kind of just had to like not respond to the most recent email because it was just like, Tit for tat. Yeah, it was like this person clearly is like pathological and nothing I say is going to change anything. So it is what it is. I'm moving on. But it was scary. It was really scary because it's like I know that this person is like respected in like certain areas and they were recommended to me through somebody who, you know, it's just like all of these things, you don't know who's connected to who, you don't want to make yourself look bad. And I think that kind of goes back to you like talking about boundaries because it's like a lot of the times as an actor, you feel like you're at 
everybody's disposal Mm -hmm. and like I truly feel that all the time like I'm always like whatever you need whatever you need I'm gonna be quick I'm gonna be fast I'm gonna get this to you immediately I'm gonna read all your rules I'm gonna follow all of your rules but then you leave yourself out of that and Mm -hmm. I like didn't want to do that I wanted to like stand up for myself in a like respectful manner and just move on So yeah, it sucked and it was scary and I'm like still kind of scared for what could ever come out of it, if anything, but... Nothing will come out of it without Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just Because you weren't in the wrong ever. Yeah, it'd be one thing if like you stepped out of line and did something that like, but everything you said was just very valid and you were, yeah, you were defending yourself. Well, I'm glad you moved on from that and you are now on to bigger and better things. Bigger and better things. That is very true. But I feel like chatting a little bit about actual, like tangible, like a weird sense of the word tangible ways to foster these relationships and to like get connected Mm -hmm. with these people that it's so important to have these connections with. And Something that I'm going to very lightly suggest, and very lightly, I'm giving a big, huge disclaimer. This is just like something that I've been doing. And yeah, whatever. Let me just tell you what it is. So the acting studio that I'm a part of does a lot of, they started adding this thing called industry hour, where we meet on Zoom with Mm -hmm. either an agent or a casting director, and we can perform a scene Or we can send in a past self-tape and either get a redirect or feedback. And they've been so great. Like, I remember, like, always searching. Like, you know, you take all those workshops that are, like, $600 with, like, these commercial agents. Yeah. Those are good to take, too. Mm -hmm. Like, do do what you got to do. But I never knew about these other types of offerings. They're $38 through the studio. So... I mean, I've definitely, I've been to like four or five of them now. So like it does add up, but like it's not a requirement. You can go if you want. If I like feel like I'm like, oh, I really wanted to meet this person or I was like about to email them. So I'm going to hold off and I'll meet with them first and then email them and have like a little bit of extra money. You know, I can just sign up and do it. And it's been really great. Like I... I'm getting in front of people that are on my target list that I, you know, wouldn't have been able to get in front of otherwise. And it's just such a great way to like showcase your work and showcase your personality because you get to like chat with them. They can see you like, yeah, it's on camera, but like you could you could show your personality through Zoom. You could figure it out. Yeah, you you can. can. Yeah, you can figure (laughs) it out. And I actually... Just when we recorded last week's episode, I literally had just come off of one of those meetings and I was like saying, oh, right. like, oh, this is what the agent was saying, blah, blah, blah. I followed up with her after. I sent her like a little message. I was like, so nice to meet you and showcase my work. Thanks for taking the time. Like shoot me an email. I'd love to chat about representation. She emailed me back immediately and was like, oh, like sent me such a sweet message. Was like, oh my God, I adore you. Like you're so talented. I'd love to chat with you. And like immediately sent me a link to set up a meeting with her. And thank Congratulations. you. Congratulations. No, Have it's you done week. it yet? But um, I'm so <gasps> pumped. Like Good I'm so luck. excited. And yeah. I like that wouldn't have happened otherwise. Like, yeah, I could have cold emailed her and sent her my stuff. But the fact that 
I didn't have to go through that first step. Like I was just like immediately in front of her face. Like here's a self tape. And yeah, and there you go. So those at times can be very helpful. I love that. I just wanted to say, I think that's super smart of you, first of all, to take advantage of these workshops. And second of all, I think meeting anyone and if you have their contact afterwards, just as simple of, hey, it was so nice meeting you. I hope to work together again, or I hope to have the opportunity to work with you or whatever is so important. And like that was just a perfect prime example of how to build a relationship. Right. Right. So like, yeah, she didn't have one before, but now you're trying to build one with someone. So it's just making sure they remember your name, remember your face. I have a story. I'll keep names out of it because I just don't know. Uh, It's not really my story. So I don't know if it's really so much mine to share. I'll just say a friend of mine, basically. And I feel like in this industry, too, it, it is hard to kind of put yourself out there to essentially strangers and but it's so, so important. I just had a friend, she did an audition for a short film and I was just really proud of her that she happened to be at this seminar and one of the people speaking was the <gasps> director of the tape oh she God. just sent in. And she went, you know what? What do I have to lose? So she walked up to him, basically asked if he watched oh herself tape. I said, I love this for you. And he went, you know what? I haven't gotten to the self tapes yet, but what's your name? I'm going to go look at it. But see what I mean? You have nothing to lose. So go on to that casting director and be like, I literally sent you a tape. Did you? But she said, obviously, much nicer, very professional. I'm kidding around with how my delivery right now. But yeah, did you watch it? Anyways, he just said he was like, yeah. And then she was like, great. And then afterwards, like she kind of used social media to just like be like, thank Mm -hmm. you so much for your time, this and that, blah, blah, blah. I think she even might have reached out to the writer and say, hey, by the way, love your work. I got to read this and I, you know, whatever. My point is like, yeah, when you have the opportunity to yeah. do it. But like sometimes Still because in a professional I manner, will say when like, it com- yeah, always keep it professional. When it comes to agents and managers though, a lot of them, not all, I know a lot prefer email as opposed to just straight up cold calling them. Yeah. I feel like nobody wants you to cold call them. Nobody wants a cold call call anymore, at least. Yeah. So my advice would be like, yes, you know, like I know I just said, what do you have to lose? But like, you don't want to like start off on a bad foot. That was just a a different scenario. Make some educated decisions. Gauge the the situation. Yeah. Yeah. It just so happened she already auditioned for this casting director. So she was like, you know what? And she was in a social setting. So she was like, I'm going to walk up to him and talk to him. Good for her. Damn. Like, Kismet, like, <laughs> like I would have dunk it. Yeah, That's so cool. I think that is. And anyways, good luck, Bix, Thank on your you. um your meeting. I want to know. I'll tell you. you I'll tell you. I'll text. It okay. But it was funny because like okay. in the workshop, she was very like, you know, we were talking about the writer strike and the the no mm. auditions that everything is very light right now. Basically. So, she was very like, oh, no, like we're not really taking on any new clients right now because it's really slow. And she was like, oh, we'll never say never, though. So like because she like she was so sweet and so kind. So she was like, it seems like she was like really trying to like nicely be like, we're not taking anybody on. But like in a nice way and being like, oh, yeah, but maybe. Oh, my God. So wait, is that the one that you messaged? Yeah, so she was the one I messaged because I didn't want to like push anything. So that's why I left it at just like. Thank you. So great to like show you my shit. Blah, 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 blah. 
hope to talk to you, whatever. So when she immediately emailed me back, I was like dancing, like bouncing off the walls. Like I didn't even have the meeting yet, but I was just like so excited because she was very like adamant about like there not being a lot of space for them to take on more like developmental actors. And like I very much would fall into the developmental actor portal, but she just loved my work so much that she was like, gotta have you, set up your thing. Good work gets work. That is true. That is true. (laughs) So Bix is a testament to this. Good work gets work. So yeah, I think good work gets work. And I think back to like, I like like tangible advice because that's really good. So workshops is a great way to network. I feel like another great way is engaging on social media. So this is something that you can easily do at home. It is free. You can just go to Instagram, I think. And if there's other like creatives or casting directors works that you like, I think following them, commenting. I know it sounds so like you're like really commenting, but I'm so serious. Like just getting the attention of people that you want to work with. So, you know, following casting directors, maybe commenting on their posts, maybe engaging with other actors that you want to work with. This is all through social media, producers, Mm -hmm. writers, and it doesn't have to be like people who are quote unquote untouchable. It could even be like, yeah, just people that like Whatever level you're at, you know, but that people that you feel like you can work with, but also can be like big uh, cast directors as well. But I think reaching out to certain individuals, that is a great way to form connections. And as I said before, my good friend, she did that after speaking to the sketch director, went on Instagram and reached out and was like, hey, by the way, it's great speaking to you. Like that is a great way. And I feel like a very easy way that you can even do it right when you, you're you done listening to this podcast, go on Instagram and look for people that you're like, yeah, I would love to work with this person. Maybe reach out to them, look up, see if they're working on any projects. That is another great way. And going to premieres. That sounds so like, but it's so true. And it's something you can do, like finding like in your, a lot of like independent filmmakers premiere their movies in these, in the theaters and sometimes like AMC theaters or whatever your local theater is. And you can meet other creatives there. And I've done that where I went to premieres and I would walk around and talk to other people, find out there's other actors here, other writers, directors. And I think that is another great way. So, and You can find all that also through social media. So social media, attending premieres, like said, attending workshops. Taking classes and just um, like networking with actors. Taking classes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I love that too. Yeah, the taking classes, the workshops, the classes, premieres. It may sound odd, but like Yeah, I was just about to say like like social mean I don't mean like raves. Yeah, like I don't mean going to like a – like I don't mean going to like – like an Adele concert. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what can I, like an Adele concert and be like, yeah, I'm going to meet people here. Like, no, like, like, yeah, like Bix just said, like little, little get together, parties where you know little, other like, creatives. So, yeah. I'm sure there's yeah. like actor, creator, meetups, seminars seem like a good place. And I say this because I've done yeah. all of this, by the way. I have friends that will have like get togethers, hangouts, and they're like, hey, you should come. There's going to be other creatives there. They will actually say that. I'm like, oh, wonderful. 
that's how I meet some of the people and then we follow each other online and and then you know you hopefully get to work together but that's how you make mm-hmm. and form those Oh and also like in addition so, to that if it's something that um you think is for you background work is another thing that's incredible about building relationships you You meet so many actors you probably see a bunch of the same actors and i've also noticed like since i've been doing so much background work in the past couple months Mm -hmm. not only is it like the same actors that i see but i'm seeing a lot of the same like crew and i'm like oh hey like because they yeah, work on I'm all like, different oh god, shows. I just worked on this show yeah. with you. Oh my god, hey, I remember you from working mm-hmm. on this show. Like the PAs, like you start getting relationships with them when you work like 15-hour days and you're just hanging out with the PAs, you yeah. know? So all of these things are having people feel like you're easy and kind and somebody that they want to be around and want to work with. And yeah. it'll help everybody like moving forward every everybody yeah so i feel like i don't know is there anything that i'm missing yeah and i just feel like making sure like you have yeah like good work gets work so you want to make sure even with relationships when you know when you form these relationships and when you're networking that your information online is up to date and that when people see your stuff it is like the best version of you so I feel like we actually re- – like I've I've said this on other episodes too, just always making sure your stuff is as up-to-date as possible. So – and I feel like because that also – because, you know, relationships obviously are not one-sided. So you want other people to want to work with you as well and form also be as eager to form a relationship with you. So I think like how you represent yourself too is, yeah, that's super important. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like we can get – more into that as well Mm -hmm. in the next episode about that etiquette but also your etiquette through your like online presence presence because that's super super important as well it is i feel like we covered a bunch i feel feel confidence that we have helped somebody out let us know if that one person was you. If that one person how many of you we could count we could count them up we could say this episode helped this many people. This many people. So thank you all so much for listening to another episode. We love every single one of you and appreciate you taking the time to hang out and chat with us. We would also love if you could spread the word, if you have any actor friends, you have any creative friends in general, anybody in the industry who is interested in listening to two girls from New York talking shit about their lives and acting. Yeah. You got anything, Liv? So make sure you check us out on Instagram at ITM with Liv and Bix. Please rate and review us. We wouldn't hate it if you gave us five stars and a nice juicy review. Mm, and Juicy. Juicy. And check us out on TikTok at Liv and Bix. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, anything at all, please feel free to DM us, leave a comment, send us an email, uh, liveandbix at gmail.com. But yeah, so we will see you guys in two weeks. All right. right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the moment with us. Our amazing cover art is by at Hyperjuice on Instagram. 
make sure to follow us on Instagram at ITM with Live and Vic. Like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Also, if you're feeling extra generous, we won't hate it if you rate and review. Bye! Bye.